0: so i jumped into a coaching program of a podcaster that um had a massive podcast in the world and so i trusted that maybe he's not going to help me with the podcast but he's doing what i want to do and so that led me into a coaching program of becoming a coach and so it was really one of the best things i ever did because i didn't intend on becoming a coach but it ended up being the thing that led me into committing to myself to where okay i invest into this now i have to show up hey for that. there
1: i am dr jason ballara and this is the know your why podcast where we explore the why behind success every week i meet with real estate investors veterinary entrepreneurs mindset coaches authors and fitness professionals to uncover their why and how it drives them on the winding road to success what is your why hi everyone i'm jason ballara and this is the know your why podcast Today I'm here with James Bracken. Uh, James is a host of the You Can Two podcast, and he's also a uh, a coach, a performance coach. So, um, James, I know there's a whole lot more to you than that, uh, but I much prefer to let the listeners hear it from from your words. Uh, but first of all, thanks for thanks for taking the time out to come on the show today. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, man, I appreciate you having me on. I'm excited to to chat and provide some value to your audience, man. Thank you.
1: Awesome. So why don't you tell us your story? Tell us your background. Tell us kind of what got you into podcasting and uh, coaching and all of that. And then we'll take it from there,
0: yeah. I think the the one key thing that brought me down this path was mortality uh, in itself was I lost my father and uncle both at thirty seven years old, and my grandfather passed away a few months before his retirement. And so, Really young, I see mortality happen again and again in my life and realize the power of living with intention because I think so many people go through life settling for a life that they're okay with, maybe you know, not really creating a life that they love, that they're truly fulfilled by and you know, feel in alignment with. And so at a really young age, uh, I knew that college didn't make sense for me. I invested into a coaching program to, as you said, become a performance coach and start my podcast in the progress, having no idea what I was doing, just so people know I'm 17 years old becoming a life coach. I know that makes no sense. I know it didn't make sense to me at the time either. Um, But it was one of the best, it was the best thing I ever really did in my life, because it brought me down a path of investing into myself seeing the power of investing into yourself and then also uh, being able to really see the changes that I was seeing myself from hiring a coach that I could do that for other people and uh, really inspired me and at the at the core of it was asking really tough questions and that comes down to the podcast as well and so. Uh, just a really curious person about how life works, how we work in life, how we can become better humans, and support more people, and ultimately just help other people in their life just become a better version of themselves, and in pr- in the process of that, help other people. So, all around, just trying to help people live with more intention, so that they don't get to the end of their life with regret, as I feel so many people do.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: and
1: first, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you uh, experienced that. Um, I think that being faced with mortality at at such a young age, uh, particularly with losing family members. I mean, that's, that's brutal to go through. And, and yes, I guess, at its surface, maybe becoming a coach uh, at 17, people might think that, like, that doesn't make any sense. But uh, I I think, you know, we, you can either take challenging circumstances and and do good with them or you know kind of go down a negative path. And so I I love that you that you decided to do good with it. I also think there's something to be said for um if you're gonna have a coach having it be uh a, a peer, right? So like if if people in your age bracket are looking for coaching and and help with uh in in quite frankly, probably a really good time for people to have coaches like in that, you know, late teens, early twenties. Yeah. Um, it, it actually probably makes sense for them to have someone same age, like experiencing the same things in life as they are to, to be relatable, because it's like, if, you know, if you're, you're going to have, you're 20 and, and you're going to have a coach who's 50, like you're not living the same life right then. It's just not, yeah. it's just not applicable so i think it's actually a, a a cool thing to have that essentially available to to younger people I, I think it's not something that a lot of people look at um we don't we don't think about our mortality when we're that young mostly we don't think about coaching and the benefits it can provide for us you know at that age until like usually it's not until you're older something's gone wrong something bad has happened and you're like how am I supposed to get through this? Uh, And so it's amazing that you kind of took that initiative at such a young age. Tell me a little bit about the process, you know, kind of you, obviously, you went through a tragedy. As you were going to become a coach, like, how did you build that up? How did you, um, you know, you started a podcast. Tell us a little bit about that time.
0: Yeah. Um, so I was working at Dick Sporting Kids at the time. Um, and I was, man, I, the investment that I made into the coaching program was more than I made within two months of really almost a year worth of, of income for that, for that job. So, um, it, it was a, a lot of money investing to that. So it was just a lot of just saving to be able to figure out what I wanted to do. And it, it happened that I listened to a podcast at the end of the podcast. It was uh, pretty much, uh, luring people into a sales call and then into a program. had no idea, again, what I was doing, but I knew that it felt in alignment with me. I got sold like crazy and I jumped into it. And one thing I want to do, I want to press on is, as much as um, being younger, I'm not able to, I guess, resonate to such an extent of the older people. Usually my clients are older than me. Well, pretty much every client that I've had is older than me. I've worked with people that are 43 to 30 to 21 to 25, all of things in between, and so I think my perspective in itself um, can provide a perspective for people that are even older as well. So I will say that, but I think for me, that that's what it was. Was uh, I was working a, a job, and I knew that no matter what I did, and I was always this always made sense to me was college never made sense because no matter what I do, I'm going to make an hourly wage, and no matter what I do, I can't do anything to increase that. So that never made sense to me. So college never made sense. So I always thought that I need to go down a path that I can, you know, create wealth and be able to impact a lot of people in the same time. And so I invest into a coaching program, not really knowing what it was going to lead to, but that was kind of the direction, man. It was just once I made that investment into myself, and this is why I find it so powerful for coaching, like with clients that I worked with or just in in general, wherever you're at in life, um, it's so powerful to do that because you start to see yourself through a different lens because you invest into yourself. And we really underestimate how much we can make a change in our life. And within six months, even if we just fully commit ourselves to the change that we want to make instead of, you know, continuously letting ourselves out the hook and getting in our own way.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think it, it wasn't, and I wasn't meaning to say that you couldn't coach older people, but I do think like sure. having that resource for younger sure. folks is, is really valuable. And so sure. you, you started, what came first? The podcast, the coaching, kind of where they simultaneous thing? How, how do those tie in together?
0: Yeah, I would say the coaching started. So I at my core, I always knew I wanted to start a podcast. Realistically, that was the reason I jumped into the coaching program. I didn't even know what a coach was when I jumped into the coaching program. I knew I wanted to help people. And I knew I was curious. And I knew I wanted to ask questions. Yeah. And so I jumped into a coaching program of a podcaster that um, had a massive podcast in the world. And so I trusted that maybe he's not going to help me with the podcast, but he's doing what I want to do. And so that led me into a coaching program of becoming a coach. And so it was really one of the best things I ever did. Cause I didn't intend on becoming a coach, but it ended up being the thing that led me into committing to myself to where, okay, I invest into this. Now I have to show up for that. Well, the only thing that was holding me back from starting my podcast was fear of other people's opinions. So, if I just invested in it to myself to become a coach, I think starting a podcast is a lot easier than becoming a coach. So, uh, they they kind of started simultaneously for sure.
1: Yeah, awesome. And uh, you know, you've had a lot of success with the podcast and, and growth, and that's fantastic. What do you do? You feel like they tie together in the in in the sense with your podcast, are you trying to sort of, uh, coach, put, put some coaching, you know, generalized out there in the world? H- how do you tie them together? Maybe you don't, maybe the, the podcast is just, here's my platform. I want to, you know, um, send this message, but my coaching is very one-on-one individualized. How do you approach that? And, and, uh, how do they, you know, sort of tie together?
0: Yeah, I would say that they're definitely, uh, individual in itself, because the coachings, I really do one-on-one coaching right now. I find that the most power we can really change is when it's personalized in that way. And Mm -hmm. I mean, through the podcast, I just like the one-on-one kind of uh, the energy that you can get. I think for the podcast, it's me. I've always thought of in in the realm of, I read a lot of books. I've read a lot of books in the past few years, but going through my entire life, I didn't read one book. I took pride in not reading books through high school and all that kind of stuff, because they weren't books that I was getting anything from. Um, and so when I started reading books, like many behind me, I've now spoken with the authors of these books. I always thought it was the coolest thing to, okay, I read a book, I still have questions about what I learned from the book. I Let me go meet with the author and actually ask, ask the questions that I would want to know. So it's kind of selfish, but in the same sense, I'm asking a lot of questions that even clients want to know the answer to in itself. And so uh, I'm I'm helping in, in both ways in that way. But I think that they're both, uh, they're in their own island, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I get that. And I think
1: um, <laughs> it's funny, it, you know, you mentioned you didn't, you didn't, you took pride in not reading. And I, and I think that that's, that's a big, uh, it seems a lot, a lot of people in the entrepreneurial world that have a lot of problems with, you know, sort of the traditional schooling system. Uh, I have kids they are in the traditional schooling system. There are, there are, uh, there are goods and good and bad. But I think that the reality is, 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 you know, sort of being forced to learn things that aren't applicable to what you have interest in doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And so I, I completely get it. It's like an a individual who, who who feels like they don't like to read, it may be just that they're being forced to read the wrong things, right? Because just reading is such a broad a broad category. There's so much different subject matter. At this point in time, there's so many different ways you can actually sort of read, right? You can have written page, you can have audiobook, you can see it on a, a tablet, whatever. But it's just like to th- to think that, oh, I, you know, I didn't like reading this specifically prescribed set of books in school means I don't like reading or that I'm not a good at reading or whatever it is. Like it just it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And I and, and unfortunately, that's a lot of school. And I and I think there's a reason for it. I think there's a lot of people that maybe don't know what path they want to take. And so being sort of generalized, fine. But I think there, there needs to be some um, pathway for people who do know what they want to do. They have started to kind of make up their mind. Don't, don't waste their time on things that aren't especially important to what they're trying to learn because then they can actually learn more in the areas that they're passionate about so it, it's a uh, you know kind of a, an adjustment that could be made when you when you take on a coaching client and you are you know kind of i guess maybe uh you want to talk about what what system you use to coach or, or what system you train to coach and and kind of because we've had a number of different coaches on the podcast and i think Uh, A lot of them come, you know, kind of down the same tree, uh, if you will. And um, but I think there's, you know, sort of specific techniques and things like that, you know, to give every bit of your secrets away, but just kind of like what what are your what are you trying to do for people in these in these um, coaching clients?
0: Yeah, I would say that the at the core is helping people get to the core of why they're getting in their own way or why they feel stuck, why they feel like they can't make a change. I think for many of us, we are trying to solve the symptoms to our problems instead of actually addressing the problem. Um, And the example that I always use is procrastination, because a lot of us procrastinate a life that we want to live. We procrastinate starting a podcast, maybe building uh, something on the side when our job is not the thing that we really feel in alignment with. And so we use procrastination as the excuse, like, I'm just a procrastinator. I don't feel like it. Um, I'm, I'm lazy, whatever the excuse, insert excuse here. But that's not really the problem like the the procrastination is a symptom to a problem. The actual problem is fear, right? So we have a fear of success. We have a fear of, of uh, failure or rejection, whatever one that maybe all three of them resonate. But when we get to the actual core for why we're getting our own way, or uh, and this is why, like you said, the schooling system it stinks because we're not even aware of how we're getting in our own way, how our subconscious works, how we work in the world, and how we're just automatically primed to be. And so, bringing the awareness in of like where you were getting in our own way to begin with, and then actually implementing the strategies that we need to put into place to actually make a change sustainably. That's really at the core of, of what I do with clients. Yeah,
1: I think it's great. I think it it's uh certainly our struggles on the surface are are generally, as you said, you know, kind of the the symptom, not the actual cause of what's wrong. And so getting getting down to it and figuring out what what really is making you sort of take, you know, these behaviors and and what do you have to do to um make changes in your life I think it just it just means getting to the root of it when you when you're working on things with clients how do you like to kind of approach that is it um, something that you're you know like how how frequently do you meet with them or maybe it's individualized I don't know if you you sort of take a different approach with each client or how you how you like to structure things
0: yeah it definitely is individualized I like to position in a way that like everyone's at a different place in their life every single person I've worked with has been in a different position in a different job in a different field doing something different in a different area of their life all of that kind of stuff so it definitely has to be personalized but for the most part I usually work with people uh we meet once a week for about six months is usually the the time period that I like to work with people for. Like I said earlier, like we really underestimate how much we can change if we commit ourselves to said goal or to make some certain change within a certain amount of time. And so I find that six months is really a sweet spot. I think three months, two months, it's still it's just a little too short. We can't really build the... The space to be vulnerable and open to really address the deep uh, internal fears or, or core reasons why we're getting our own way. And so that's the beginning is really clarifying where that fear came from, uh, whether it's it's childhood trauma, or it's something in that regard, where we just we didn't even know it was playing out in our lives. Um, and then we dive into really the strategies and the symptoms and the things that we have to do on a daily basis to actually make the change. So developing in the habits to reinforce the, the identity of the person that we need to become in order to make the change and, and everything in that realm. And then being able to do that for a long enough period of time, six months, you know, we think that building a habit is 21 days, but it's really more towards a 70 amount of uh 70 days amount of time. And so if we can really uh simplify it and make it sustainable for a long period of time, that's the thing that I care about most is, and I say this with every client is the last thing I want you to do is us for to work together for a certain period, to, uh, period of time. And then you end up right where you were before we started working together once we're done working together. So like mm. at the core, that that's what I care about most. Yeah, sure. It, it
1: Yeah. You don't want it to be uh, it's like a, you don't want it to be like um, a fad diet where someone loses exactly. a bunch of weight and then they just, you know, sort of put it all right back on. So yeah. But, and that's why you have to get to the root of it is to, because otherwise you are just treating those symptoms. Um exactly. Do you have a coach yourself?
0: Yeah, yeah, I have multiple coaches. Uh, When I invest into the coach, that's what I realized was like, this is like a shortcut in life. And like, so yeah. if I can invest into multiple different areas of my life to shortcut my goals, like I, I think of it, we have time and we can spend time or we can spend money. And one's finite, it's being, uh, you know, we lose a second and that we're never getting that thing back. But the other one is, is being printed as we speak. So I'd much rather spend the, the money than the time. I, and I've seen it. So
1: yeah yeah I find so, uh, the the best coaches also have coaches and, and oh, I yeah. think that's just kind of the, the idea right That the, because you can't always just step outside yourself and know you know what adjustments what what's trouble, what things like that, what's what's getting to you. Um, you, you can't always see that you know, yourself is as self-aware as you might be. And even as a coach of other people, sometimes you just kind of can't get out of your own way. So it's, it's, it's a a great thing to have um, people that can, can look at you from a step back and and help you make those, uh, make those decisions and adjustments, things like that. So you're young, what is your what do you, what, what's your outlook? What do you, what are your goals, you know, kind of with, uh, maybe with podcasts, with, with coaching, what, what do you, how do you see that you got so much time ahead of you? You know, how, how do you see things um, kind of going for you uh, in what direction do you plan to head?
0: Yeah, that's the thing. I was, I was speaking about this on a podcast right before this is I've, and this might sound counterintuitive, but as a coach, right? Like we're always talking about goals. We're always talking about where we'd like to go, but I am really someone that wants to be where i'm at like i really want to be where my feet are um losing a lot of family young right like you say i have a lot of time but losing my father and uncle 37 i mean that's not that far away you know what i mean as much as it is it isn't right and so i really like to put things into perspective in that way where the thing that i think about is am i moving in the direction that i'd like to go not so much am i getting the results that i'd like to get because if i'm moving in the direction it's just as long as i just don't stop there's no it's inevitable that i achieve said goal and so um I I think of the sense of whether it's through coaching or podcasting, every single week I get to meet with someone, ask them questions, help them, uh, whether it's through the podcast, um, I'm helping people, uh, you know, gain the clarity that they need to gain, or working with clients, and I'm, I'm actually helping them move through some challenges that they're going through as long as I'm doing that every single week, like I have already won, like I have succeeded. Uh, I I have succeeded just getting into this space to begin with, let alone, um, where I'd like to be. And so I I just want to keep doing what I'm doing truthfully and just be able to do that every single day. And, uh, the way that i like to think of it is, and I had Joshua Fields, uh, Milburn on the show, uh, one of the main guys of the, the minimalist, uh, come on my show a couple of days ago. And he, he talked about, um, the way that he likes to think about it is not so much what goal do I want to achieve, but what do I want my Wednesday to look like? Like, how do I want to feel on a Wednesday morning or evening or whatever it is? And I love how my Wednesdays look. I love how all of my days look. Uh, and so I'm really, really seeping in enjoying what I'm doing while also of course, just continuously moving towards where I'd like to be, but it's a long answer, but that's how I like to see it.
1: No, no, it's fantastic. I think very much, um, about, you know, sort of living in the moment, and and yes, you have. I I like what you said about you know sort of as long as you're moving in the direction towards your goals, you know you're not going to stop, so you'll get there eventually. There's no you don't basically there's no reason to rush, right? Live in living in that moment and uh, in enjoying. I think I think it's a great perspective, um, James. I wanna I wanna make sure I get to ask you some questions that I ask every guest. Um, you know, the first one is always related to the name of the show being know your why so I ask every guest what is your why I think um it's it's I'm always fascinated by this question and this people's answers because it, it, it's it's so varied but also like there often tends to be themes but it, it I just love to see how people sort of relate it to their life so um <laughs> turning that into a really long question what it what is your why
0: yeah no I, I love it I, I love that question too um I think my why when it comes down to it is I think of a lot of what other people are going through in their life. Like I think of where I was a few years ago, even and the dramatic amount of change that I've been able to make within just a couple of years. Like I always like to say, like I feel like I've lived two lives and the second one started when I got into this space to begin with, because I've seen myself as a completely different kind of person. Um, and I've just been able to create something I didn't think I was possible and I'm just getting started. And I think for other people, they have so much within them to create something more for themselves, but they don't believe it's a, it's possible. They don't believe they're capable of it. They don't believe it's it's a possibility. And so my why is to help people unlearn those beliefs about themselves and about the world that maybe they're unconscious of, maybe they are aware of, um, to be able to let go of the beliefs that hold them back from creating a life that they actually love where they're at now, instead of getting to a point in the future where you, it's like you said, like people get to a point where something bad happens in their life to make a change. I want to help people recognize that they don't have to wait until something negative happens to make a positive change. Um, and that that's at my core is just really wanting to help people up level in their life by letting go of what doesn't serve them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's fantastic. Um, in like <laughs> the, just that statement of, you know, you want, you want to help people up level before they, you know, before they get to that point where something yeah. negative has happened and it's like, so many people wait till it's crisis point or, you know, some, some big challenge faces them in life. And then they're like, Oh, now I need to make a change. And it's like, it would also just be so much easier to figure it out sooner. It, like really, like, it's just, you know, when you said that, I, it really struck me because I'm like, yeah, just, just imagine if, you know, like people, people wait until we're, you know, myself, like you get getting in your forties and you're like, I really want to make a change here. And it's like, well, guess what? If I had been thinking about this 20 years ago, like it's just, then it's just a part of me. It's easy. It's like that kind of thing. So I think it's, uh, I think it's really a great point to just, you know, don't, don't put off thinking about these things, thinking about making these um, impactful decisions in your life and, and using a coach to do it. Uh, Tell us something about yourself that uh, isn't common knowledge. Special skill, a hobby, something to let listeners know you better.
0: Uh, I would say that I've always been told I have an old soul. Um, and I don't know if this is something that's overlooked or any uh, the the question that you're asking, but I think, um, I really resonate with people that are much older than me, and I am just a very deeply curious kind of person. Uh, just always asking questions, always being curious about how the world works, how, uh, what beliefs I have about myself and are about the world that don't serve me or are not true that I see as truth. Um, I think I'm just a really curious person and I don't know if that answers your question, but that's the first thing that came to me is yeah. I'm just always asking questions. I think a lot of people need to do more of it.
1: There's, there's no wrong answers. And also I would say, uh, becoming a uh, a coach at seven deciding to become a coach at 17 is is probably a good indicator that you're uh maybe i don't know if old soul is the right way to put it yeah. but just uh thinking ahead of the curve for sure yeah <laughs> yeah um so uh, when people hear this and they want to reach out to you what's what's the best place
0: yeah um it will be instagram at james bracken iv or youtube uh Apple Podcast, Spotify, anything like that—you can find the podcast. But uh, Instagram is my place where I'm I'm most live.
1: We'll put those in the show notes. Um, final question for you, James: What piece of advice would you give to someone who is, you know, maybe maybe they maybe they've had that event, maybe they've had that challenging time, or maybe they're just hearing this and they're like, oh, maybe I should make these changes. Like, wh- how would you how would you kind of encourage them to get started uh, into? and sort of redefining that path.
0: Imperfect action is much better than perfect inaction. You will learn so much from making a wrong decision than you will by sitting in indecision. Indecision is still a decision. You're just deciding to do nothing. And when we do that for a long enough period of time, we get unsettled in our life and we start to stagnate and see it as our only reality when it doesn't have to be that way. You will learn so much more from failing forward than doing nothing. Uh, you can, you'll literally learn more from going the wrong direction than you would been going in no direction. And so I just want to get people into action. It, it just, that's what, that's what I, I care about most is just start moving regardless of the direction.
1: Yeah, that's fantastic. I, I love that you can make, uh, make some shirts or uh, some, some um, signs for people to hold. Like that's, it's, it's really, it's really a true, I, I like the, you know, indecision is, is making a decision. It's, it's, you know, your decision deciding to do nothing. And so I think um, really, really, really great points. Um, and I, and I appreciate you being on the show today. I think uh, people are going to get a ton of value out of this uh, and learn a lot and, in again, I would encourage people to uh, really consider the, the role that coaching could play in, in your life um, with, with you, James, with someone else. What, what, I think it's uh, I've, it has been invaluable to me. Uh, I just, I think it is really something that maybe a lot of people don't think about, but, but can be incredibly, incredibly um, impactful to your life. So, so thank you for coming on and, and uh, sharing your story with us. Thank you for having me, man. I'm
0: grateful to be a part of the the journey.
1: Uh, Folks listening, uh, I know you're going to love this episode. Please like, rate, and review the show so we can get more great guests like James. And thank you all for listening. Hey there. I am Dr. Jason Ballara, and this is the Know Your Why podcast, where we explore the why behind success. Every week, I meet with real estate investors, veterinary entrepreneurs, mindset coaches, authors, and fitness professionals to uncover their why and how it drives them on the winding road to success. What is your why?